Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Ollie. And I'm Liam. And for those that don't know, or if we've got any new listeners, each episode we take a topic that we know very little about and we just give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea being that we do the hard work and then we share what we feel are the most important pieces of information with you, our listeners. It is exactly what we do, Liam. And just so everybody knows, we are not experts in anything that we talk about on the pod. This is just a summary of our findings. Hopefully, by sharing some knowledge with you, we can all learn a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Exactly. So let's get on with this week's topic, which is the most British of British things. Greg's. Here we go then, Liam. This week's topic is Greg's. Want to give us a little bit of an insight how we ended up picking this? Yeah, this is almost a Liam's Choice episode secretly. So I've been in England the last few weeks, back from Dubai because it's the summer holidays. And I thought that it'd be quite interesting for us to do an episode that is like properly British. So in thinking <laughs> about the most British things I could think of, I came down to two. So one of them was Weatherspoons, which if you're not from the UK, you won't know what I'm talking about. But if you are, that might be a future topic we'd do. Uh, and the other one was Greg's the Baker's. What a British institution that is. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And I think we'll probably have a lot of international listeners who've got no idea what this is. So if you've ever got the pleasure of coming over to, to the UK, um, yeah, strap yourselves in, listen to this episode and learn a little bit about Greg's. Did you know much about Greg's before this week? No, and uh, I don't actually go there very often, to be fair. Um, I actually I put a, a picture on our, our Instagram this week saying I was doing some research and I, I, I asked everybody what they thought I was researching. I took a picture of myself outside Greg's with some sausage rolls and I was actually yeah. trying the sausage rolls because I thought I should probably get involved. <laughs> oh man, I I can hardly walk past the Greg's without going in and getting one of their sausage rolls. They're so good. They're so good. Yeah, um, it's, this is a bit like, you know, when you go to America or something and and somebody will say, oh, you've got to go. Like when I, when I went to America, somebody said, you've got to go to Chipotle. Like that's a really American thing. Like you've got to go to Wendy's. You got you know like these things that are like like typically from that country must yeah. go to them. You know, I imagine there's probably a bunch of people come over to the UK and they're like, right, go to Greg's, go and get yourself a sausage roll or a steak bake or something from from Greg's. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing a, a bit of a service here, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. I actually remembered this week because I like Greg's so much. At uni, I applied for a job at the local one. Yeah. I didn't get it though. I never heard back. Gutted. I thought it'd be ideal. Give me a little bit of food as well as uh, as well as getting a little bit of a job there. But no, I, I I am quite not connoisseur level or super fan level, but I definitely do love myself for Greg's. Yeah, I like I mean, like we'll talk about it shortly. But you know they do a a wicked Belgian bun. I will get a Belgian bun. It's my post run treat, and I, you know I, I will go out my way slightly to get a Belgian bun from Greg's if I need to. If I've done a long one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we should probably say then, for those people who don't know what Greg's is, <laughs> because I realise we've spoken about it for a few minutes and not actually said what it is they do. We've just sort of dropped a few hints in there. So what they do is they're, they're a company in the UK, Greg's PLC, is that they're listed on the, on the stock exchange. But what they do is they, they produce food and sell food and they specialise in savoury products as well as cakes as well. They're sort of half bakery half sandwich shop 
So yeah, sausage rolls, sandwiches, donuts, vanilla slices, and they're at a really cool. affordable price, aren't they? Yeah, one of their things, um, one of the things they are all about is keeping it at a very affordable price, particularly in like times of austerity. Uh, you know, nothing in there. Probably, can you get anything in there that costs more than like four pounds? And even that would be like a full sandwich. But any of their bakes or buns or yeah, even their coffees, like nothing's more than like what, like one pound fifty or two pounds or something. Yes, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's good. Yeah, they they're known for just having cheap, good grub <laughs> for you to get yeah. your hands on. <laughs> Food on the go, isn't it? It's a bit like, um, you know, I said earlier, a bit like like Pret-a-Manger. How do you say that? You know that one that's everywhere in London? Is that <laughs> yeah, I'd it? say it like that. I'd say it like that. You know, they're everywhere. It's that sort of thing. You know, go in, get some food, carry on, move on. You know, yeah. They have they have a couple of chairs in there, don't they? I think they've got like a token table in the corner. They always seem to have everyone <laughs> I see ever going. There's, there's one in there. But, yeah. So they've, they've, yeah. they've been around for a little while, and we'll get onto some of their history in a bit, I reckon. But yeah, been around for... 80 years, as we were saying, got that reputation of offering decent quality food at low prices and it's prepared for you in the store. Um, and yeah, just trying to cater for like the modern life of having food on the go. But some of their stats that they've got are a bit mind boggling, aren't they? Yeah, this is, this is you know, so what we're doing a, a bakery chain. Like, what? how are they a big deal, right? Just, they've got about, well, okay, I'll make it, I'll do it differently. They've got more stores than McDonald's and Starbucks combined in the UK. In the UK, yeah. And now that might be ever so slightly out, but like they've got about 2,300 stores. McDonald's have got about 1,200 and Starbucks have got about 1,100-ish. So if you combine McDonald's and Starbucks stores, you'd have about as many as Greg's, which is mental. (laughs) Yeah. And then they... Turnover as a business about one and a half billion pounds a year, don't they? Selling sausage rolls. Well, <laughs> or, what's their what's their average sales price? Uh, Two pounds seventy. Yeah, so that the average that they know that their average um, transaction, transaction is two pounds seventy, which is what like three three and a half dollars maybe something like that. I don't know, um, not very much, maybe four dollars. Yeah, so they turn over, like you said, their, their turnover 2022 was one and a half billion pounds. And that is from these stores. And, and they don't really have any anywhere else, do they? They're just in the UK making that much yeah. money. Yeah, they are. They've they've tried, haven't they? They've, they've tried to, to go abroad before. They thought that they might be able to replicate some of this success that they've got. And they ventured out into Belgium and they opened up 10 shops over there. But then all of a sudden it, it wasn't working. The people didn't have the same appetite over there. And so they shut yeah, it's them down. Yeah, it's not the same, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, the stuff they sell is pretty British, isn't it? It's quite, it's it's quite, yeah, like all these bakes is, is very traditional, I think. So just, we've said it a couple of times, sausage rolls, right? Yes. Right, so they claim that their stores on average will sell 1,500 sausage rolls a week. Right, what's that like? Two hundred sausage rolls every day. They've got two thousand three hundred stores. That means they're selling three million sausage rolls a week. <laughs> it's just a lot of sausage rolls, isn't it? That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, I, I watched um, watched a YouTube clip this week about Aaron Paul, you know, from Breaking Bad, the actor. Yeah. So he was doing Snack Wars on Lad Bible, and he had a pretzel from the US and he had a, a sausage roll, but he didn't know what a sausage roll was. 
I feel really sorry for people if they're listening now and they've never tried a Greg sausage roll because it is incredible. Well, in, in my list of notes to talk about today, note number four is sausage rolls. So let's not, not spoil it. We'll come back and uh, we'll talk about the <laughs> sausage roll, which is probably their main thing. But the point is, I think they are a really big deal in the UK. Like and it, especially up north, aren't they? They are super popular in the north of England and in yeah. and around Newcastle. Um, so it, I think, it's, am I right in saying the place with the most Greggs is Newcastle? Yeah, it's their hometown. Uh, there's 29 Greggs apparently. 29 of the same store in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> and Newcastle isn't massive, is it? I mean, it's a decent-sized nope. town, but it's not enormous. So, yeah, so we've nope. got the, the, the number one location for the most Greggs is in Newcastle. So where's number two then, Liam? Uh, number two is Gateshead. Well, oh, that must be miles not... away. Miles away from Newcastle, is that right? Isn't it like the, uh, I, I don't know exactly, but it's next door, isn't it? Is it the other <laughs> yeah. side of the river or something? <laughs> it's it. right, right next to it. <laughs> and there are places in, uh, in Newcastle where you can get Greg's only a couple of different shops away from each other, like super popular, quite a really, um, yeah, really popular northern thing. And I suppose it's partly down to its origination, where it all started. Well, it started in Newcastle, didn't it? It started yeah. as a door to door bicycle bakery service, didn't it? Is, is that a bit like Deliveroo? Was he like way ahead of his time, like 80 years ahead of his time or something, like doing Deliveroo? Yeah, it's not a bad shout, actually. Yeah, you could well have been. So, the where it all started from was in 1939, as Liam said, a simple door to door bakery in Newcastle. Was it actually in Gosforth? Yeah which I think is part of Newcastle. I don't know. So it's, yeah, started in, in Gosforth. And the guy who started it was called John Gregg. And what he decided to do, as Liam said, cycle around, but he was providing yeast so that people could then make their bread at home, because that was quite a traditional thing to do, to a lot of the people who were in the mining industry back then. So, yep, they're just going door to door, doing like bakery and, and yeast products mainly. Gregg's on legs, if you will. Yeah. I took that from their website. I didn't make that joke up. They, oh, I thought you had. <laughs> Greg's on legs. So that's, yeah. that's 1939, and they didn't actually have their first shop until 1951. So it's you know almost 11 years later where they then had their first shop. So what, about 1950? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it's quite simple, really. They just, they, they just kept opening shops. Nothing, there's no, there's no... We both said like the history of this is like there's not a whole lot to sink your teeth into. They just they just opened more shops, got more popular, slowly spread. Uh, they 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 acquired some other bakers, didn't something called I can't remember what it's called, Baker's Oven or something. Yeah, that was it. Baker's Oven in 1994. They they acquired a bunch of them. Then in 2008, they then acquired 165 of Baker's Oven shops, and then Greg yeah. rebranded them to be Greg's, um, and then they. People like the food that they produce at the price that they sell it at, and they've just grown and grown from there, really. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's basically how they grew, isn't it? And uh, into what two thousand three hundred stores that they've got nowadays. I suppose one of the changes that they've made along the way was in twenty thirteen they made the conscious decision, didn't they, to transition out of the bakery market, so from providing yeah. bread, so rather than just getting these snacks that we've been talking about now. There used to be somewhere where you'd go and buy your your morning bread, but 
that sort of dropped off. That's not how people really work anymore, is it? Yeah, they real they they realised about 2013, like you said, that 80% of their business was this food on the go that we mentioned. You know, people coming in, grabbing a snack and leaving, and their whole because I remember going there. I remember being at uni and going to get a loaf of bread from from Greg's. Oh, really? And, you know, and having it cut. Yeah, yeah. And having like a nice fresh bread. I remember that. And uh, that was obviously before 2013. And but you you can't get bread from them now. So. And so what they then did is this food on the go is they then adjusted their opening hours. They then made sure that they could then get people like at breakfast time as well. So opening earlier, they then open later so they could catch people on the way home from work as well. So they could then pick up some snacks and pasties and whatever for their tea. Um, And just, yeah, it made it that whole idea of super quick and simple. I want to have some food on the go. Let's go in there and buy it. Some of the stores up north, where it's particularly popular, uh, 24 hours. Are they? Yeah, imagine that, 24-hour Greg's. So what, on, at the end of your night out, you wouldn't be then going and getting yourself a doner kebab, you'd be going and getting a couple of sausage rolls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's sort of, you know, they're a bakery chain, right? We've said it, they've expanded, like like we said, and they're a bit of a big deal. We've mentioned a sausage roll. Do we want to mention, I just wrote a list of some some of the other stuff that they sell. Yeah, go on. Like, you know, they sell like a sausage roll, but they also, like you mentioned, these the, like pasties, aren't they almost? They're like, you know, flaky pastry filled with stuff, like a steak one. And my personal favorite, sausage and bean melt. How good is a sausage and bean melt? That is really good. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing Jeez. this episode when we're when I'm hungry. I should have, uh, I should have planned ahead. Yeah. Well, that's that's very true. Yeah, you know, like cheese and onion melt. You know, they've got chicken bakes, and they they changed. Um, you know, but then on top of that, they've got donuts, don't they? Donuts and, and muffins and Belgian buns and do, yum yums. Have you ever had a yum yum? Oh, incredible! <laughs> they're brilliant yum yums. Can you can you describe a yum yum? Those they're like they look like a DNA strand, like a twisty thing, don't they? And it's covered Those in some icing. Yeah, super nice. They're super nice. Yeah, yeah. They got lots and lots of sweet treats and cakes and cookies and tarts. Um, you know, and then they sell, like you're saying, breakfast items. If you go in, porridge, you know, croissants, stuff like that, and tea, coffee, and all that sort of thing, don't they? But they then also have regional variations. So there are some things that will be more popular up north that they'll probably sell only up north. Which I was reading was Stotty Stotty cake up north had to to have a little look into what that is around leeds that isn't something which i I knew about have you ever tried it wouldn't even i couldn't even begin to guess what it looks like what's a stotty cake apparently it's some sort of bread that comes out it's not not too thick a couple of inches thick um about 12 inches across and when it's initially cooked it's quite sweet so i don't know if it's like similar to a yum yum maybe i need to definitely try some of this and then it gets more sour as it goes through the day but yeah, so Stotty Cake, or there are things like, yeah, corned beef bakes. They're super popular in the Northeast compared to if you were then down in London, you'd probably wanting to get like a cheesecake or a Tottenham cake. Um, but they don't actually, down in Cornwall, they don't sell probably the most famous Cornish item, do they? Well, they don't actually have many stores at all. If you go down into Cornwall and Devon, there are, by comparison, there are very few stores at all of Greg's because another very traditional English thing you might have heard of, the Cornish pasty exists, doesn't it? And they're very protective of their own, their own bakery products, I guess. So Greg's 
can't really get too much of a foothold because people go to their more, much more traditional like Cornish bakehouses and things like that. Yes. Yeah, they just refuse to do it. There was even one story I was reading when they were trying to expand into Cornwall that the shop was ready to open, but it took them nine months to get the staff because no one wanted to be a traitor of going to work for Greg's in this <laughs> rival this rival pasty shop compared to these local traditional ones that uh, that are there. So yeah, so they they're regional variations, and even in Scotland you can get a haggis pie as well, which you'd probably struggle to get anywhere uh, south of the border. And obviously seasonal ones as well. Like everything goes Christmassy, doesn't it? Christmas and Halloweeny and Easter, and it all gets redecorated. And the gingerbread man they sell becomes a gingerbread Santa Claus or a gingerbread Easter bunny and things like that, doesn't it? You know, yes. That sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. So talking about the products, then we have to, just should mention what is this sausage roll? That we've been banging on about. If you, I it's funny. Like we've been downloaded. Well, we said like 150 plus countries. So there must be people who have got absolutely no no <laughs> idea what a sausage roll is. And then there's loads of other people listening. Again, how do you not even know what a sausage roll is? But like, why would you? It's such an English thing. Who, who's going to know what it is? Do you mean to describe it? So a sausage roll is where you've got a sausage and then you've then wrapped it. You've then wrapped that meat in pastry, and that's basically what it is and that that dates back to ancient times i was reading that uh, and then also it was around the 19th century in france where you then started to get this becoming more and more popular but um and then came over to england as a street food it was quite you know quite a cheap street food and we we really liked it in the uk we thought you know these sausages are brilliant but greg's sausage roll is right up there as being some of the best you can get three million a week that they sell Three million of them. They're about how long are they? Like 12, 15 centimeters, probably long, something like that. Yep. Aren't they? It's it's basically like it's exactly what you said. It's basically a, a sausage meat. It doesn't have the skin on, does it? It's not like a sausage with the, the skin on, it's the meat of a sausage, and then it's just wrapped in pastry. That's that's <laughs> all it is. <laughs> with some spices on. Um, I I said I like I said earlier, I, I'd never had one. I went and tried one this week. I went and tried my first sausage roll. I got it was pretty lovely. Best you know, thing ever, right? I can see. Yeah, it hit the spot. It's pretty good. There's um, there's something particular about why why they make it in a certain way and why it is so popular that they're they're quite keen to point out and make sure that people um, are aware of this. Is that every time you're you're eating one or biting one, you're biting into ninety six individual layers of flaky pastry, and it's it's ninety six. You sound like an advert for Greg's 96 <laughs> layers of flaky pastry crumbling <laughs> all over your T-shirt. <laughs> and what, what they're saying is that it's deliberately, it's not 95, it's not 97. So they say that gives you the perfect texture and the perfect experience that you've not got too much flake of uh, pastry going on you. It's not too greasy. So they're, they're super specific about this. And I've read it a few times around. It's 96 individual layers of pastry that is then put together. I gave it to my daughter to try. And all she did, she stripped the pastry off and just left a roll of sausage meat <laughs> with absolutely no pastry on it. It's like an animal stripped the meat off a bone. All that was left on her plate was a piece of sausage. <laughs> Every single flake of pastry she ate. <laughs> oh, dear. That is good, though. It is good. Um, they have a different sausage roll as well, don't they? 
a slightly controversial, quite recent that, that went a bit viral uh, and, and it's typically it's become a staple part of their menu, if you like. Yeah, it was a little bit of an accident that it's become a staple part. So they they released the vegan sausage roll and this is yeah. in 2019 and it got loads of headlines. Um, I think not just in the UK, like around the world as well, saying about there's this new vegan sausage roll that's come out. Somebody who really hated the idea of it at the time was Piers Morgan. People might remember this. He was sort of up in arms against Greg's for saying, I can't believe this. Like, why are you bringing out? You're, you know, you're being super PC and what are you doing having a vegan sausage roll? And they were quite good. They just replied to him on Twitter just saying, oh, hi, Piers. We've been expecting you. And they just like got all this publicity and PR from it about yeah. people being up in arms that there's this vegan sausage roll now. But they put a lot of thought and effort into it, didn't they? They didn't just launch it on a whim. Yeah, they did some research and found that there wasn't... I know that the media maybe make out everyone's trying to be vegan and stuff, but they, they did some research themselves and realised actually the number of people who are prepared to go vegan is actually quite low as a proportion of the, of the country, like 15% or something. So they said that if we're going to make a vegan sausage roll, it's got to taste as good as the actual sausage roll so that anyone will like it. So they, they, you know, they put a lot of thought in to what it tasted like and then, you know, ended up with, I think it's made with corn, isn't it? The corn yeah. product. Yeah. Um, they, they worked together to make the sausage roll. So they launched it in uh, January in 2019. When everyone like tries out Veganuary, don't they? That's quite a typical thing. So yeah, that we've... we learned about learned about that in our episode on veganism. So uh, there's a previous episode advertisement for you. Go back and learn that if you want to. Nice. Yeah, you and I even went vegan for a while, didn't we? Um, so yeah, so they, they launched Veganuary. Uh, it launched it in Veganuary and it was only supposed to be a short stay. It was, wasn't supposed to be something that they thought would be as successful as what it was. And it turned out it was super successful. And so they then kept it on the menu ever since. And they now say that it's one of its it's in the top 10 of their most popular items that they sell. So it's right up there. Yeah, they don't they don't actually tell you which one's which, though. I tried to find out what the most I, I mean, the sausage roll was going to be number one. But I, I was trying to find out what the other ones were like, yep. in their top 10. But couldn't find out. But yeah, you're right. This was right up there with their, their um, things. But controversially, I guess, are they allowed to call it a sausage roll if it's vegan? I don't know. I <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What's the definition of a sausage roll? That was one of the things. That's uh, something I was like, yeah. But the vegan sausage roll, I've got the, uh, if you want to know, just in case you're, you're, you you always have a sausage roll, and you're like, I've never had the vegan one. Slightly less calories than an actual sausage roll, than a real sausage roll, I guess. About 30 calories less. Four grams of fat less. Four grams of saturates less. A little bit more sugar, but the same amount of salt. It's still pretty good, but you know it's not the real thing. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, but, you know, like we learned with veganism, I mean, if everybody ate the vegan sausage roll, be less cows. If there were less cows, we wouldn't need to do so much deforestation. Hashtag last week's episode, Amazon Rainforest. <laughs> anyway, that's not the only controversial thing, though, is it? No, they, they've got in trouble before for some of their advertising. They tried to have a Christmas campaign for their their sausage rolls to try and make them even more popular at the time and advertise them. And what they did is they had the three wise men sat around a, a manger looking at this thing wrapped in a manger, uh, like really admiring it. And it turned out it wasn't baby Jesus that was wrapped there. It was a sausage roll. Yeah. People were I mean, up in arms. 
I thought it was pretty funny. I actually remembered that. Like, yeah, they, they, it was, it, I'm not sure it went down quite well. <laughs> Did it? You know, Jesus just being represented as a sausage roll. Oh, yeah. The thing is, someone somewhere did sign that off, didn't they? Someone in a room somewhere went, yeah, go on, that'd be funny. But I, I think it's sometimes, it's just good to have PR, isn't it? They know that they're doing something controversial. And yeah. like when they were saying, hi, peers, we've been expecting you for the, ve- for the vegan sausage roll. They know what they're doing sometimes, don't they? Just any news is good news sometimes. But they've, they've tried to do other stuff in terms of pushing themselves out um so not controversial i suppose but some things that haven't really worked they they try to set up something called greg's moments which is where they were trying to take on the coffee shops weren't they and they thought right we yeah. might as well start trying to go a little bit higher up market make yeah. us into a you know a bit of a coffee shop somewhere i can sit and make a big deal out of it but it didn't really catch on yeah that's essentially yeah you're right they they basically tried to open up coffee shops in a chain of coffee shops. Um, but I mean, it doesn't say why, but I'd imagine it's, you know, it, it moves a bit away from what Greg's is, doesn't it? If you're going into like a more high end coffee shop, you're moving away from this idea that your stuff is relatively pretty cheap uh, and, you know, accessible for everybody. And you're going into something where it's, you know, they were selling like customizable sandwiches and paninis and wraps and really fancy breakfasts and things like that, which is yep. not, that's not Greg's. Yeah, that's not so, on brand, is it? That's not on brand for for Greg <laughs> at all there. But then, in like conversely, you don't see them in airports, and it's they've struggled to get a foothold in airports because they're too affordably priced for airports, apparently. So, oh right, it it's, it goes the other way around where they they then can't get a foothold in airports because people then go there and they want their their big breakfast or they then want to go and you know get that point before they fly or whatever it is which then doesn't work so they've they've had to pull out of um trying to work in airports fair enough yeah so so that didn't really work but they have got something that has worked talking about austerity and and trying to um you know help out people i guess they've opened greg's outlet stores haven't they i had no idea about this this is new news to me this week yeah me i you know geographically we both live relatively south of the uk don't we we live yeah. not too far from london you know so this is you know as we said they're very popular up north much more than they are more south southerly i guess yeah but so they've opened outlet stores you, you can get your sausage rolls 75 percent off that's incredible isn't it so it's it's where they've not managed to sell things the previous day or they've overbaked and over prepared too many products and so rather than wasting them they then send them for the next day to then resell on at even crazier reduced prices. Like you say, 75% off. That sounds amazing. I'd love to find myself one of those. If How much? I've got to be honest, I bought a pack of four sausage rolls the other day. So I'm not 100% sure how much a single sausage roll was. I think it was like a pound 10, something like that. So you're paying like 25p or something for a sausage roll. And they're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have done this episode hungry. Definitely shouldn't. 30p Belgian buns. Yeah, so they've got, they're hoping by 2025 to have about 50 of these. I think they've got maybe 30 at the minute. Yes, that's right. Predominantly in the north. Yeah, and from their website, it says, by the end of 2025, we hope to have 50 Greg's Outlet shops providing affordable food in areas of social deprivation. Yeah, which is really good. Pretty cool way of, um, you know, using up what would otherwise have just been thrown away, I'd imagine. Um. (laughs) They're quite good with stuff like that, though, aren't they? They also give a lot of money. Um, they provide a lot of breakfast and things, don't they? They've got like a, is it Greg's Breakfast Club or something? 
Yeah, they've so they've always been known for having a really good charitable arm to them. And the Greg's Foundation, like a lot of work, like that's that's been around for 35 years now. And they reckon that they've donated over the equivalent of 38 million pounds worth to local causes. Um, and they don't donate 3.5 million pounds a year to support people that are in need or just local charities with Greg's. And yeah, as you say, one of the things that they've done is their their breakfast clubs, uh, which is brilliant. They, uh, what they claim, I guess, they claim to provide 8 million breakfasts to primary school children every year, which is pretty cool through the Greg's Foundation, which is, yeah, like you said, that's pretty cool. Back in the 60s, they had a thing called uh, older residents in the Northeast could get a free pie and peas supper. Yeah. So you get some, what would that be, like a pie and peas? I guess just some pie and a pot of peas or something. Uh, older residents could get that. And that was way back in the 60s. That's quite cool, though. So that, yeah, that John Greg who started it, way back when he and helping out more of the mining communities um, in the north he was yeah really set on the idea of being there for the community as well and and helping people out yeah even providing hardship funds um, and just yeah even doing regeneration funds and projects and stuff in the local area and just trying to be that that community hub Uh, moving forward they have just very recently launched like a uh, like a collab haven't they with Primark? Oh, yes, yeah, they have. Chain. <laughs> so talking about uh, you know trying to not have these coffee shops, if you like, they have moved to having these quite fancy, very Instagrammable locations inside clove shops. Yeah, and th- well, they've also been like revamping their shops as well. I think that was what it said. Like, it's one of the benefits that came out of this Greg's moments not working. Something that was a good thing is they then thought, well, actually, maybe we could improve the image and make them a little bit trendier. But yeah, like you say, they've now got this collab with Primark. Yeah, so you can go into Primark, which in itself is a clothing store. Uh, it's, again, similar to Greg's, actually, you know, sells very affordable, cheap clothes, doesn't it, to, yeah. to people? So I think they've, they're probably very similar in that sense. Um, and they've got like, stores inside there. It's called Tasty by Greg's. And, uh, you know, they've got like a sausage roll swing you can swing on. And, uh, you know, donuts you can sit in and, you know, it's all like get on Instagram, take pictures of it. But then you can also buy Greg's merchandise and clothing from from Primark. Yeah. So you've just got like the Greg's logo or you've just got yeah a sausage roll just across your chest or yeah, so if bottoms or whatever. If you're in the UK and you fancy this, there's one in Bristol, there's one in Birmingham, there's one in Oxford Street East and there's one in Newcastle, Northumberland Street. So the, the, the one in Birmingham, that's their biggest shop in the UK as well, isn't it? It's absolutely enormous. Yeah, so if you fancy that, get yourself down there. Um, and they've got some drive-throughs as well. Yeah, other plans, yeah, drive-throughs, making them a bit more successful. And they reckon this year they're going to open 150 new stores. Wowzers. So they're going to keep um, on going, keep on going. So something that I actually came out of the Greg store, I asked them when I was in there, I was like, they gave me my social roles and they weren't hot. Yep. Right now, I'm going to sound like a noob because I said, "Can you warm these up for me?" No, and you they're not didn't. Allowed to be. Well, well, why? Surely you want a warm sausage roll. I, I don't know. So, turns out they can't do that. But right. then I was like, "Well, why?" So, come home, Google. Right? Why aren't they hot? Why am I not getting a hot sausage roll here? And they're not allowed to, are they? Because of tax. Yeah. It it turns out. So what what happened in 2008? I think, no, so 2008, there was the financial crisis 
like the country wasn't in a good way. And the government then at the time in 2012, they're trying to come up with ways of creating more tax, trying to tax more things. And they decided that they would then put a 20% tax on hot takeout snacks. And Greg's was then saying, well, hang on, we're not a hot takeout snack, so we shouldn't be paying this tax. Yeah, so so they don't have to pay. So if the food they serve isn't hot or reheated, they don't have to pay the tax. Now, if it comes out the oven, as long as Greg's just leave it, that's all right. If it's like cooked and then, so if you get in there at the right time, turns out, you know, this is the dream. You yeah. get in there as they're pulling out a dozen sausage rolls out the oven. You're golden. You've got, you have got a hot sausage roll, but otherwise they won't heat it for you. because There's like a 20% tax on it being a hot takeaway snack. So yeah, exactly. And this got then known as the, the pasty tax, didn't it? So yeah. there, there were people that were then fighting this to then say, well, yeah, we're not going to pay, you know, Greg's, their chairman and everyone was saying, well, this will then lead to if we've got to then tax people more because of this, then people will then be unemployed and it'll re- reduce our investment in the company and all these things. But anyway, that that tax then ended up going away. But what it's then meant is that Greg's, they need to time it right, like you're saying, because they can't just have a boatload of sausage rolls just sat there being heated continually, waiting for people to come in and eat them. They need to time it right. And so they need to make sure that they can then cook them quickly, not disappoint people and make sure whenever you walk in, there are some there for people to be eaten. Yeah. Yeah. They argued that the, the, like the people that enjoy Greg's food are a lower socioeconomic class. So the argument was this tax is just a tax against essentially like poorer people, I guess. Mm. And, uh, you know, and it's not fair. So, you know, I think they went out that way. Um, Which is a, a little bit similar which is then a little bit similar in terms of the the prices um, on the tax where they they show you what the eating price and the takeout price is, don't they? Yeah, that's the same in loads of cafes and stuff around, you know, well, I was in London last week, you know, they're, they're all like that. Eating or take away and it's like 20p difference. You're like, well, I'll just, I'll just take it away and sit on this table, shall I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, completely. Save, save a little bit of cash. There are some, I mentioned earlier, some super fans and I was reading about someone this week called Megan Topping. And at okay. the time that this was written, she was 27 in Greater Manchester. She reckons she's eaten 10,000 sausage rolls. And what she's now doing is she's spending her time in her annual leave visiting. She set herself a target of visiting every single Greg's in the country. That's silly, though, because they're just be more. She can't visit them faster than they're opening. I don't know. But that's, that's her aim. That's what she said. She's, she declares herself a super fan and she's going to go to every single one. And there were some guys in Newcastle who decided to do that themselves, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did a Greg's marathon and visited all the Greg's, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, in a day, like I was saying, there's like nearly 30 stores. Is that like, do you remember that thing? I don't know if it was true. I think it was Nando's. If you went to every Nando's, you'd get a Nando's black card, which meant oh, you could really? for free in Nando's. Remember that fact? Like when they first started launching, if you went to all of them, you'd get this card, which meant you could have unlimited Nando's for free. It's called the Nando's black card or something. So I wonder if Greg's would do something similar. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I've got no idea. Uh, I think I'm going to research it. I'll look, at, I'll look into that for the end of series wrap-up. I'm sure okay. that was a thing Nando's did. And then I wonder if Greg's would do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Nice. I think that probably wraps up everything that I had on Greg's and, yeah. their, no. and where, where they've come from. Have you got a... Two guys, one topic takeaway for us. 
I do. Do you know each of their pasties have got a different marking on them to denote what they are? No. So if you look at each pasty, that you know when you cook a pasty, you mark it with like a fork or something, you can score it. And when, when it yeah, cooks, yeah, yeah. It, you can see that scoring. So if you bought a pasty, this, this is to help them serve them to you, because obviously they're behind a glass thing. I, they will look the same if you go in there. So a steak bake has got diagonal slashes on it, apparently. A chicken bake has got wavy lines. If you want the cheese and onion bake, it's got arrows on it. And the sausage and bean melt has horizontal slashes. So this is like a secret code. Yeah, that's cool, isn't it? Just, <laughs> I yeah, like that. You, yeah, so I said, that's pretty cool. Like, how do you know which one's which? Because they they're, they're all the same size, aren't they? they all, you wouldn't know the difference unless yeah. you were looking for these different lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd notice. Now that makes sense. I like it. I'll tell you my one. So my two guys, one topic takeaway is about the logo. And if you're in the UK, it's probably a pretty, pretty well-known logo. It's their name. So it just says Greg's, which is G-R-E-double-G-S, Greg's. And then it's got four orange squares to the left of it on a blue background. And I was thinking, what does a logo mean? That's got to mean something. I mean, is it four steak bakes? Sort of looks like four steak bakes, doesn't it? The logo. Yeah. Have you got any idea what the logo means? No, but like you said, it could be a steak bake, a chicken bake, like a cheese and onion bake, and a sausage and bean bake, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. just as four four squares, like two and two. No, no idea. So I then thought, right, I'm going to find this out. What does the logo mean? And drum roll for everybody: the logo means absolutely nothing. Doesn't mean anything. It's just four squares. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's like they probably said to him, right, we're going to need a logo, like right now. And it's just like someone off The Apprentice, and he's gone, right, all right, that'll do. And then it's just, <laughs> they've kept it. Perfect. Love it. Yeah, four squares. Great. It doesn't mean anything. Similarly to how we learned last week again, like why is Amazon called Amazon? Just because they need to send them beginning with A in the, in the alphabet. And Amazon seemed like a nice word. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. So basically nothing. So two, in a, two weeks in a row, but it doesn't mean anything. So there we go then. So that is our topic all about Greg's. And how do you feel like you've learned something about a bit of a British institution this week, Liam? Yeah, do you know what? I've learned that I quite like a Greg sausage roll. Simple as, all right? If you're wandering around and they sell in like 3 million, they sell 150 million sausage rolls a year. Like if you haven't had one, like why not? And if you're not from this country and you're coming to this country, get a Greg's, let us know how it was. Um, get a sausage roll or a sausage bean melt in my case <laughs> definitely I quite like yeah where it came from pretty humble beginnings I didn't realise it was as old as it was 1939 um, and starting off as a, a door-to-door bakery selling yeast really uh, in Newcastle Greg's on legs Greg's on legs but yeah I liked it good topic that and there's so many of them so many of them you can't miss them so hopefully you've enjoyed this week's episode everybody let us know we're on all the socials at two guys one topic uh with a lot of interaction this week like i said about about trying to guess what it was we were recording that's pretty cool but we'll be back with you next tuesday with a new episode but until then get out there and share some greg's knowledge (laughs) 